The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And the Law Brief is brought to you by the American Arbitration Association. Business disputes are inevitable. Resolve faster with the American Arbitration Association, the global leader in alternative dispute resolution for over 90 years. More at ADR.org. Today, Bloomberg Law host June Grosso speaks with Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Litigation Analyst Jennifer Ree about why Mylan is facing an antitrust investigation over the pricing of its EpiPen. Jen, so the company's admitted that it received a request for information from the Mm -hmm. FTC. What do we know about its investigation? Well, you know, right now we really know very little, and that makes sense, because these FTC investigations are confidential. And in fact, if the company hadn't admitted it, we we might not know unless there was otherwise a leak. But, you know, Bloomberg News reported on this, and, and they said they had talked to some sources that were close to the matter that suspect this has to do with them looking at whether they engaged in tactics. This is probably a few years ago to keep generic competition off the market so that they would you know, continue with their brand monopoly on this drug and be able to do what they've done, which is raise the prices. Um, and it could be related to a settlement they entered with Teva in 2012. At that time, Teva was trying to enter the market with a generic version of Mylan's branded EpiPen. And Mylan sued them for infringement. This is before they entered the market. The, the Hatch-Waxman Act allows companies to do that. And they settled the case. It started trial, but in the middle of trial, the case settled, and there was an agreement that Teva wouldn't enter with its generic product until sometime closer to when the patent was actually going to expire. And sometimes what happens in those kinds of settlements is that uh, the brand company will actually pay the generic company to agree to keep their drug off the market. So in a way, it can be seen as splitting the monopoly profits that we're going to get if you stay off. Now, what about what Mylan has been doing with patenting advances in the last eight years to the EpiPen, like a non-removable needle. Does that affect the expiration of the original patent? Is that anti-competitive? Well, you know, not necessarily. And oftentimes this is what the companies will say. Like We've improved our product and we have new patents on this product improvement. All of these changes actually usually are covered by new patents that then get listed in the orange book. And what happens is that the generic that's been chasing the older patented product is now kind of left out in the cold because this newer product might be what the doctors are turning to or what the myelin might be uh, marketing. But the question is, is it really a product improvement or is it just a way to maintain the monopoly? The, the FTC might call this product hopping if just slight changes are made that aren't really improving the product but are meant to keep that generic off the market. That's Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Litigation Analyst Jennifer Ree speaking with Bloomberg Law host June Grosso. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information.
The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.